Hey, everybody, welcome back to another edition of the Bavarian Podcast Work Show. Dare Al Splick, this is Chuck Smith. I'm bringing you the preview show for the Bayern Munich match against Mainz this weekend in the Bundesliga. Obviously, we are at the tail end of the season. Bayern Munich is trying to clinch yet another Bundesliga title, but they will have to go through Mainz to make progress to do that. So without any further ado, let's dive into where each club is at in the table. And we will start with first place Bayern Munich, who has 22 wins, five draws, and three losses for 71 points. They lead Arbe Leipzig by 10 points in the standing. So obviously this game could go a long way in determining whether or not Bayern Munich is able to clinch sooner rather than later. Over the course of their last five games, Bayern Munich has four wins and one draw. And obviously they picked up a 2-0 win over Bayer Leverkusen earlier this week. So Bayern is riding high, playing well, and they are finally, finally getting healthy. And we will talk a little bit about that later. But let's cover Mainz and where they're at. And this is a surprisingly resurgent Mainz team. Uh, Earlier in the season, they looked completely clueless and lost. And uh, they've made a big rebound, to be quite frank. Uh, They are in 13th place, which doesn't seem that great. Uh, They have eight wins, seven draws, and 14 losses for 31 points. Again, nothing that's really going to blow your mind. But over the course of their last five games, they also have four wins and one draw and picked up a big 1-0 victory uh, in the last match day that they played against Werder Bremen. So uh, obviously Mainz was also caught up in the Hertha Berlin uh, COVID-19 mess. So they are uh, currently down one game in terms of what they played. But uh, this has been a Mainz team that has definitely shown some resilience. They have been able to rebound a bit this season and recover what looked like an almost certain spot in relegation earlier in the season. So I'm sure that all things considered, they are happy to be in this spot uh, competing with Bayern Munich at this time of the season. When you look at the Mainz team, they obviously have quite a few players that are capable uh, of creating some problems, but uh, there is not going to be one standout on this squad that you're really going to have to worry about. Uh, it's just one of those Mainz teams that definitely uh, has <laughs> uh, had its ups and downs. But overall, again, all things considered for this season, uh, you know they've got to be pretty happy about where they are, uh, what their team looks like at this stage, and how things have progressed. Uh, without really having a superstar or, or even a star player. So uh, for Mainz, this is probably as good a spot as they could possibly be in to face Bayern Munich. As for Bayern and their injury situation, which we referenced earlier, uh, there is good news as Robert Lewandowski and Leon Goretzka will both be back in the lineup. Uh, Serge Gnabry is finally out of his COVID-19-induced quarantine And he is expected to play, but Hansi Flick wasn't quite offering any certain, uh, I guess, certain decision on that. He indicated at his press conference earlier today that they were going to uh, kind of wait until they had the final training to uh, make an evaluation on Gnabry to see if he would be able to dress. 
the, similarly, Mark Roca it was in the same spot. He uh, also needed to get in one more training session, and they were going to assess that, although Roca is probably more on the questionable side, whereas Gnabry is probably, uh, would probably be listed as probable without me saying probable or probably uh, 85 times in one sentence. So um, that's where that stands. And obviously, Nicholas Sula, Corentin Taliso, and Douglas Costa are probably, or not probably, they all are out. So uh, that is where the Bayern roster stands as we head into this one. As for what I see from this lineup, uh, let's just get right to that. We're going to go with Manuel Neuer in between the sticks and for my back line i'll go with alfonso davies david alaba jerome boateng and benjamin pavar i know that that puts luca hernandez back on the bench but i think that hansi flick is going to um probably just ride this one out with his veterans and i'm not saying that hernandez won't play uh i just think that this is kind of the time for alaba and boateng to ride off into the sunset and I think Hansi Flick is going to do it the right way. He's probably going to give the players a chance to play out their time and give the fans a chance to at least watch them, if not in person, over the airwaves. Uh, I think it's the right thing to do. These have been two great players for Bayern Munich. They've obviously done a lot of good. They've won a lot, and they probably deserve this kind of exit. So I don't have a problem with it. I'm sure Flick will find a way to work in Hernandez over the course of the next few games. Uh, but I would anticipate we see a lot of Alaba and Boateng moving forward. As for the midfield, I think we finally will get the, <laughs> the reunification of Leon Goretzka and Joshua Kimmich in the midfield. I know there's some thought that Kimmich may get some rest. I don't know if this is quite the game to do that. Not necessarily because he's needed, but because no one needs to see him freaking out before the game if his name is not on the lineup card. So uh, I think that those two will be back together I do think that we'll probably see one or both subbed off. In fact, I'll, I'll go out on a limb and say both. Um, you know, it might be a good time for Flick to get Javi Martinez back in the mix. And he also has some other options he could use in the central midfield. He could also shift the formation around if he needed to. But I do think we will see Goretzka and Kimmich starting this one together. Uh, as for the forward group, I would say Thomas Muller will be sitting there in the 10 spot as the attacking midfield slash second striker. On the wings, we will have Kingsley Coman, and I'm going to say Jamal Musiala. Again, I'm pushing hard for Musiala right now because I think he is the most informed winger right now, and I know he's not necessarily a true wing, but it is one of the positions he plays, and quite frankly, he has been the best one of the bunch of late, and the man out in front up at the top of the formation will be Robert Lewandowski who will be making his debut back into the lineup after an injury um, I do think this is a, a great opportunity for him to get a a chance to, to really go after that record from Gerd Muller uh, it, listen it's not going to be easy he almost has no room for error but if anybody can do it, it's Robert Lewandowski. It's really a shame that he picked up a knee injury when he did. All of the team goals aside in terms of how the team fared in the Champions League, uh, if you even just threw that out the window, just the fact that he was in a position to challenge this record uh, at that point in the season when he got hurt was amazing. And you know, just at this point to be able to still 
have the ability to make a run at that is super impressive. It can only it, it speaks volumes of what he was able to do earlier in the season and how just how good he was over the course of the year. Uh, you know, I personally hope he breaks it. And I'm, I'm kind of a, <laughs> a traditionalist. I like history, and sometimes I don't necessarily like seeing records broken. But I think if there was ever a player who deserved it, ever a player who had uh, had just a journey from the start of his career to to now where he's really at the apex of, of just his ability and talent, I think it, it's Robert Lewandowski, and he deserves it. And I think that I can speak for a lot of people when I say uh, we're all excited to kind of see him make this run. I know it's only four games, and he needs – he needs to get six goals to uh, to make this happen. Listen, it's not out of the realm of possibility. I think that uh, he's got a really good chance at doing it. It's really just going to come down to how many opportunities he's able to get and, and what kind of shape that he's going to be in. Obviously, his physical condition is always top-notch, but really he have confidence in that knee. Uh, just how good is he going to be on the ball given you know, it was such a tough injury with his knee? That's one of the things you always have to worry about is not just how players feel physically after they have such a uh, such an injury, but it's how players come back mentally. And are they going to be able to make the same cuts? Is he going to be able to jump off of that knee if needed to go up for a header? Is he going to be able to react as quickly or cut as sharply? It'll be very interesting. <clears throat> and that just does that doesn't even count the fatigue factor and just. How tired will he get having his first game action in so long? So that'll be an interesting subplot for all of us to watch as this goes on. But it wouldn't shock me to see him go out and get a brace uh, on Saturday against Mines. And I think most of us would be rooting for it. As for the overall mindset of the team heading into this one, uh, (laughs) they've been through so much uh, over the course of the season. Not just with the crazy schedule, uh, all of the Flick Brazo drama. The ESL, which you know doesn't directly affect them, but it, it was, I mean, it was, there wasn't a player in the world that wasn't tuning into that. Uh, the club has had so many off and on negotiations w- with r- r- players on the roster over the course of the season. There's just been a ton going on transfer rumors, everything. It has been crazy. And through it all, Bayern Munich has kind of kept its head down and pushed through. And certainly there have been some bumps in the road. Obviously, the, the primary ones being uh, David Alaba and how quickly that became public and um, just went south in terms of how uh, the club and Alaba were negotiating together. Uh, that was really one of the black marks on the season. And and then the Jerome Boateng, the news dropping, of course, days before Champions League match and then being made official hours before the match by Brazo in a pregame interview, uh, that those were things that, that should not happen, but unfortunately they did. And, uh, you know, still, Boateng has kept his head. He has pushed forward, and he's been very good. And you could say the same thing about Alaba since uh, all of that went down. In fact, I think you could say with Alaba that he's actually gotten better once it was um, very clear about everything. So uh, hopefully... This is a, a match where those veteran players get a chance to go out, establish themselves, and maybe come off the field at the 60-minute mark or whatever. But um, 
you know, this is this is definitely a good opportunity for, for Byron to go out and get three points, for Lewandowski to go out and challenge that record, and for some of the veteran players to, to get in their last final uh, games with the club and go out on a good note. I think that's what everyone here is rooting for. As for a prediction on this match, I will say it is Bayern Munich 4, Mainz 0. I do think Bayern's going to continue their dominant play of late. I think they're going to come out and get some goals. They're going to create a lot of opportunities. And like I said, it wouldn't shock me to see Lewandowski get a brace. Uh, I'm just very fascinated by the concept that Jamal Musiala has a chance to go out and break through a little bit as a wing here, despite the fact that Kingsley Coman, Serge Gnabry, and Leroy Sané could all be available. I'm expecting Musial to be starting on one of those wings. And if he's not, I'll be a little disappointed. But again, like I always say, it's kind of tough to go against Hansi Flick. He seems to push all of the right buttons when he needs to. But uh, that's definitely one of the positions I'll be watching for tomorrow. So once again, thanks for joining us uh, for Daryl Splick. We look forward to discussing the game in detail uh, with our post-game show and also on the site. So uh, give us a follow at, on Twitter at BavarianFBWorks. And always check in the Bavarian Football Works. We've got the best Bayern Munich coverage on the Internet. I will uh, go up against anyone else's uh, webpage with that. So uh, thanks again for listening, and we will see you next time.